getting dicey. <laughs> You're all on the, the carriage heading just out of Velaki at this point. There's a there's a bit of uncertainty of what's ahead uh, for everybody. Um, even even leaving the church this morning, there was a bit of uncertainty within the group um, and the confidence that Irina had with with uh, heading back to Barovia to to finish Ismark's duty. Even she felt a little bit uncertain, but went along with it after having made the decisions the night before. Um, as you as you head east out of Valaki, um, how do we want to how did we want to deal with this, Joe? American. Um, I guess I would probably be driving the horses. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Irina's driving along, and then I was going to say Irina's probably up the front there with you, um, with uh, with Bismarck's sword at her side, um, sort of just. Eyes ahead. Um, uh, yeah, American starts uh, whispering gently to the horses, and um, they start slowing, and um, they start turning around, and she just mutters, uh, oh, I forgot something, I forgot something. <laughs> what do you mean, what? You forgot something? Yes. Yes, I forgot my senses. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Irina takes like a big a sigh of relief um, and says, American, I'm, I'm, glad you've, I'm glad you've said something. Irina, listen to me, my dear. I, I must tell you something. A long time ago, I myself lost my brother and... I acted in exactly the same way as we are doing now. I lost control of my senses and I acted on anger and emotion and put people at risk that should never have been. And I can't believe I've been repeating it again. It's like I don't learn. No, we must keep you safe. We must not act on anger and frustration at a time like this. So what, what do you think is, is best for me in this situation, American? I want you to be safe. I do not want to deliver you on a silver platter to Strad. Come, let us get back to the church. Please, please, Irina. Yes, um, she, she, she nods as you, as you turn the horses around. Um, on, the, um, on the way back through the gates, she's talking to you about how, um, you know, her, her father died to keep her protected. And how Ismark has now died to keep her protected. Um, and that she knows um, with all of the, the things that I saw in Kretzk at the, at the pond, the, at the lake, with, uh, with the strength that you've all shown me, I know I need to be there for you, with you lot when Strat meets his demise. But I, I don't feel that I'm powerful enough in my current state. Yes. I'm going to see, uh, look around and see if uh, anyone else is, is uh, making any objections. Uh, something about this whole thing did sit uneasy. You've, you've really put it into perspective, American. I think we would be uh, foolhardy to take Irene into the spot where 
Stride came across his mark. And this this is probably ringing pretty uh, loudly in, in Bill's head because I mean, it was last night that he too, he was on your side with this as well, Merrick, and he was showing that there, this could be a dangerous thing. So, yeah, it's good to good to see that Bill sticking true to that as well. There are ways that you can become stronger, Irina. I believe this. I believe it is your fate to become stronger, but you not become stronger with reckless and foolhardy actions. And Irina is thinking the 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 hoofs uh, hooves of the horses uh, ringing out as as you're making your way back through Valaki now, um, and she's she's thinking and she's she's thinking about how right now we have the priest and and the abbot training we have esmeralda who has t- tried but unfortunately failed but to take on strud but her expertise there is there is there any means that i can utilize them while you're away and maybe train alongside them all now you're thinking yes Yes, why not train and become strong within the church? There's so many wise and powerful people around you that you can learn from. But, Mirican, I, I want you to promise me one thing. Yes? That you won't object to me being there with you for the, for the final encounter. Yes, Irina, I know. I only it's say hard. this. I only say this because, in the end, I want that to be my decision, not yours. I don't want to be hidden away... I don't want others to die for me. If I, if you are to take Strahd on, then if you are to fail, I want to fail at your side. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold her hand and squeeze it tight and, and nod. Okay. I don't think we need to play this out too much. I don't want to get into hours and hours of uh, back and forth about this kind of thing. Um, yeah. Um, well, let's like start writing out a written contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's and it's only a few minutes before you're back at the um, at the church uh, outside. Um, so, what is it for you lot from here? Indeed. It'll be. Um Shall we still go to Barovia and ask for their aid? Fulfill Ismark's last mission? Or do you think we would fail without House Representative? <laughs> yeah, maybe you can write us a letter, Irina. Why? How how close have you become with the Were-Ravens? Pretty close. Maybe, maybe they could deliver a message for me. Mm-hmm. We could definitely ask Davian for that. Yep, drop yes. off a letter. Is that what you mean? <clears throat> and are, are you suggesting that we don't go there ourselves? Oh, you're, you're welcome to, but I, I, I do. I am concerned for what may be on the road versus their ability to take the message to the skies. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. absolutely welcome to, and that's me saying it as the DM. You're absolutely mm-hmm. welcome to. <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course, of course. But uh, it, it, it's you, your opinion, Irina, is <clears throat> that if they deliver a message, it might have the same result or better than us going. I feel word coming from myself will be more than from you lot. They, I, I'd be surprised if they've heard anything more of you for, than your original um, partner yeah. from Barovia. 
Mad Mary was a fan. I suppose that you are the Burgomaster of Barovia. With my father and brother now gone, yes. Okay. Well, that would free us up to go see the Dusk Elves. I'm glad that I can do something to help. Oh, you're always helpful. <clears throat> do you have any um, particular skills? <laughs> uh, in combat, I mean. Uh, she does. They're pretty limited. Um, and you, you've, I mean, you've seen her um, in combat uh, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she has killed a few things by your side. I'm just trying to see if I have her updated uh, thing, which I will update again once she does some training. Um, she's been pretty adept with very similar things because she's learned a lot from um, Morley. She's she's um, she's learned the arts of like keeping to the shadows and and uh, quick with a rapier and and good with a short bow. Um, but she's still pretty limited with her with her uh, current moveset. Well, what, if you train up in the church, just. You know, once you hit level 11. <laughs> oh. I mean, the abbot's going to show up as well, so mm. maybe you can get the pointers off of him. He's pretty fancy. Perhaps we ourselves should train her also. Um, yeah, I would maybe be... we can have a montage when we get back because there's like, <laughs> yeah. um, if we're waiting for weeks. I think, there's gonna be, weeks. I think there's going to be a session where we literally talk about uh, compressing whatever period you guys end up waiting, we'll compress that down into one session where we talk about, okay, what is going to happen with this army? What's the training look like for this army? And once I understand what all of that training looks like and throw in some cool little fun encounters along the way, then I can create the stat blocks for the armies themselves and make them make them fun. Okay. So, um, uh, Irina... Um, just before she dismounts this carriage, um, she grabs your hands, American, and she just says, thank you. I think you may have saved us all today by, by having this uh, change of heart. Um, I, will, I, I will practice. I will train while you're away. I will send a message out to the people of Barovia and, and try and rally them. Uh, just thank you for believing in me. I do believe in you, Irina. Um, can I give her something? Yeah, by all means. Um, I want to solemnly uh, remove my braces of archery. Oh, shit. And, okay. Um, hand them over to her. And I'll say, here, to practice with. Show me that you can use these well. They may require some time, but I believe you can master them. Okay. I'll need to make a note on that one. But yeah, yeah. She. So you, like, uh, take them off your your arms and hand them over to her and she's just holding these things um, in awe that you're, you're giving her such something that is so beneficial to you and your skills. Because um, what's that? They give you like a plus one or something for... What do they, they do? Are, they require attunement oh. and you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls on ranged attacks with longbow and shortbow. Um, she's... Thank you, America. Thank you. I, I will cherish these, and I will. I will show you that I can use these. I will. Thank you. Yeah. And she. Can um, I? Oh yeah. Right, I was just going to suggest something that's probably quite dumb. Um, <laughs> so that's what we like the most. It's like here. It's like the the thing you're not supposed to do. Do you think we should leave uh, Adam's character Morley? Morley. 
do you think we should leave Molly here to train while we get the Dusk Elves? Or do you think we'll need everybody? Um, hmm. I, I, what, I, what I would rather in this situation is have him there with you just in case something uh, we end something midway and then Adam's back next session. Uh, <laughs> with nothing to do. With yeah. Nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for him to be there and utilising his... Uh, we can figure out what he would do uh, on his turns should something happen, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, you probably don't want to learn a crossbow from Adam. Um, <laughs> Morley. From Morley, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's okay, it's a long, long bow or short bow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, I'm sure he's great at that. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, like, we can always have him just like show up at the start of the next session if need be, so it's up to you guys. No, no. I think it's a good suggestion, but just practical. Okay, cool. We'll bring because you know how fast we are. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> I'm sure nothing unexpected will crop up anyway, like mm. us cocking shit up and just making it take ages, you know. <laughs> um. So what is it? Have you guys thought about what? Shall we go? Shall we go around? Have you, what does it look like? What's the plan for these dust girls? What's going on? We need to talk to Casimir and Petrina. They will be vital to get the Dusk Elves on our side. They understand their plight more than anyone. Okay. Yeah, where is Petrina? Um, both Casimir <laughs> and Petrina are still uh, in the church. She's, she's uh, just doing her last little bits of recovery from uh, being brought back to life. Just, <laughs> just getting her fingernails growing in, how mm, she likes them. Mm. Should we just yell from the All right, so street? <laughs> you can yeah. you can go in if you want, or you can... Betrayer! Okay. <laughs> uh, she just calls out, yes. Uh, no, she, the door's open. Uh, as, as Irina moves into the church, Casimir and Petrina are both on their way um, out of the church and see you there uh, in the wagon. Oh, uh, change of plans, was it? Mm-hmm. Yes, we regained our senses. We will not be risking losing Irina the same way we did as Mark. And our new plan is involves you directly, really, and the place that you were formerly living in your Dusk Elf uh, kinfolk. Petrina, so, like, her eyes narrow and, like, you've really piqued her interest here. She's like, what... What are your plans, little man? This is... You're already getting rather excited. <laughs> you really know how to use those sweet words. Um, big, I don't know. Um, our plans... I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what our plans are, but they. we would like to uh, get the Dusk, Dusk Elves' help. Is that right, American? Yes. I wish to free them from the servitude of the Vistani, and they can rise up and reclaim their power with us. And the the smile on Petrina's face uh, grows. And you plan on doing this by wiping all of the Vistani off the face of Barovia, is that right? (laughs) Well... That's one way to didn't actually say that. We were hoping for more of a bloodless situation, weren't we, Tim? You're, you're thinking back to that camp as well. Like, that camp of Vistani 
isn't just a bunch of drunken soldiers partying at night. You know, there were kids, there were elderly. Mm. Uh, sure, they may have the Dusk Elves in their servitude, but uh, it's more of, of something that's been given to them by Strat. It's a, it's a thing that they've been gifted. And you, you know this. You know this. Um, yeah, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there, are, there, are two, there are two types of evil. There are those who do evil and those who let evil happen. So mm. they are definitely evil. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, however, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying you go and murder them all. Yeah, no, talking to Petrina, I'm. Uh, I think that I would also feel a little bit, <clears throat> little bit evil, if I killed all the men, women, and children in a the village. Mm. There must be, you know. Ultimately, if we can defeat Strad, then we can maybe look for some restorative justice from <laughs> from the Vistani. Brian, that is Perhaps rather some kind of rehabilitation. Rather what? <laughs> I said rather boring of you, isn't it? Come on. One of my middle names. <laughs> I sip my tea. Uh, what did you say, sorry, American? Oh, there must be quite a delay. <laughs> yeah, what did yeah, what did you say before? I think I just said that we could rehabilitate them. <laughs> ah, right. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Petrina, I, I can't subscribe to killing them all. She's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand how you feel. Yeah. Mm. But I thought you would have wanted to destroy all the Dusk Elves. Because... Weren't you stoned to death? Well, and she, like, shoots uh, Casimir a look. Um, it wasn't all of the Dusk Elves that did that. Oh, wasn't it? I thought they were doing <laughs> It was just... I mean, if you, if oh, you dang. Talk, if you're talking about restorative Awkward. justice, I think that's what we've, you know, you, you've really paid a debt there, Casimir, so you're right. He's just like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, looking like, looking like death uh, warmed up, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, if we're not going to kill them all, um, would you still be okay with maybe helping us convince them to join us? Convincing the Dusk Elves to join? Yes, that's right, yeah. Yes, I think I could probably manage that if you could bring them here. Oh, we have to bring them? Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, unless you yes, wanted... No, we can do that. Did you want... To, I mean, I'm not sure how the Vistani would take to me showing up. They're not going to know that we're there. Yeah. Whew. Sneak in. Yes. Um, I'm happy to come along if, if you think that's needed. For sure. Um, just to, uh, as an aside uh, to the party, I'm just going to say, if we do bring her, do you think there's a chance that she might just murder all the Vistani? Honestly? <laughs> Non-zero non chance. It's possible that she might go a bit wild and then act like it was a mistake later. Mm -hmm. um, with fireballs, etc. I don't know if you guys have looked at her spell yeah. book, but it is very powerful. So Yeah, I, I can I imagine her fireballing them all. Yes. And, yeah, at least. And then being like, they came at me. They came at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Maybe, maybe we just bring them back to meet them, eh? Um, yes, this is something we can handle. Okay. All right, so there's, there's um, you guys are talking and you can hear uh, Esmeralda calling out as she comes running up uh, up the street towards you lot. Oh. Um, and she's like, you guys came back pr- faster than I thought. I was, and she's, she's panting at this point. I've got something to show you. It's so, this is, I think you're going to find this very interesting. Um, and... Mm. Uh, she's she's puffing and she's she's pointing uh, down to the the eastern side, like just down the road. Um, let me just bring up some uh, information here. Um, and she's she's puffing and she's putting her hands on her legs because she's just been running this whole way up. Uh, she's like, Mirican, you know how I t- told you that I I might have some information for you. Well, Go on. okay, so this is a bit weird, but you know Rictavio, okay. Mm. Well, so I've. I've been thinking there's something a bit off about the man. And I've been following him. I've been keeping an eye on him, I have. And I've been keeping an eye on him. Every day, he heads over to the stockyards over by the uh, the coffin maker's house. Every day. Sometimes, I've tracked him down there twice a day. Uh, and it's the weirdest thing. He goes with something wrapped up every day. A little thing in his hand, wrapped up. And he heads down there. And I've seen him go in, come out empty-handed... And the only time I've had managed to get in there and, and take a sneak peek, the weirdest of things, this weird carnival wagon, this brightly lit carnival wagon down in the stockyards. And there's something something not sitting right with me about all of that. I swear, I swear I heard some growling or something coming from that wagon. Growling? Do, hmm. Do you think he's fading it? Yeah, so he's... Is he going into the brightly coloured wagon, did you I, say? I, I haven't seen him go there, but I know he's going into that stockyard and comes out empty-handed and that there's this, uh, the few times I've managed to get a sneak peek. I haven't been able to get close enough to it, but a big, colourful, carny wagon. I do like a wagon. Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. Well, listen, I, that's one of the reasons I haven't approached this one, just in case. Yeah, well, you, you did set a very powerful explosive in it, um, I wonder. So, what do you think's odd about this? It just sounds like he's going to feed something. He's just, he strikes me as a very curious man. He's been asking some strange questions about huh? numerous things. And um, There's one other thing that I thought was a bit strange about him. Is his, You've seen the colourful hat that he's got on his head? Yeah. You've seen it. I swear I've seen that hat before in my travels. What do you mean? I cannot, for the life of me, remember where I've seen it, but there's something about that hat I recognise. Rictavio. What what was our theory? That Rictavio was actually... I thought perhaps he could have been your old mentor in disguise. My mentor? Not you, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what... What they're doing here? <laughs> Rick Rick Haven. What's his name? Uh, no. Ah, uh, Rick Tavio yeah. could be Rick Van Richten. Van Richten. And she's oh. like, she's like stops for a minute and she she's looking off, flicking through her sort of memory, and she's like, you know what? I think that's where I have seen that hat before. What? Seriously? Think, but he, but he doesn't look like. Anything. He's too young to be Van Richten. Doesn't look a thing like Van Richten. But I swear, I swear, Van Richten 
has ha oh Ricky boy has ha has that hat. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh. At, the very at, at the very least, we should ask him where he got the hat, right? At yes. the very least, Bill, I think we should go check out this wagon. I'm with I you. agree. Yeah. You should always trust your instincts. We should always blow up the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and always follow a hat. Uh, the thing with Van Richten is, uh, or Rictavio, I, I guess, is uh, he's, he's he's easily lost. I I've been tracking him, and I think he sometimes gets a gets a feeling someone's on his on his trail and just disappears into a corner, and then I lose track of him completely. So if we can see him, then by all means, let's ask him about that hat. Okay. Yeah, he did try and ask us some questions once, and we fogged him off. Do you remember what? He was asking about. Um, I believe he warned us about the Vistani camp nearby. Did he not? I think he did, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we just thought he was being rude. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> he might have been rude. Um, I think I think Rictavio told you to stay clear of it from memory. This was a long yeah. time ago. This was a long, he long did. time ago. And he was asking about But he would not tell camp. us why. Yeah. Mm. And he was also, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but he was also asking um, about what you knew about uh, the Were Ravens. And at the time, you didn't give him anything. That's oh, yeah, right. we were being very cagey. Well, it was a secret. Yeah, it was a secret. And he was like, oh, who are the, can you tell me the names of all the Were Ravens? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, shall we go have a look at this, this stock? Yard and stake it out. Yes, we should. Uh, okay. okay, we can we can absolutely. Oh, this is exciting, Esmeralda. <laughs> um, this is quite a mystery. Did Rictavio have a tiger? I can't remember what. I mean, I can't remember what you have and haven't. Well, I know that he sold the monkey. Sold to, the monkey. Um, what's his name? Blinsky. Blinsky, thank you. Uh, and I just remember something. I thought it was something about a, a tiger or something, but I haven't written it down. All I've got is a next to Van Richten, which, who sold his son to a vampire. Mm, mm. Um, without going over the, the stuff, I, I don't know what you haven't, haven't heard from Blinsky. Yeah, that's fine. I was just yeah, asking yeah. if they remembered. Does anyone else remember anything about a tiger? No. Okay. I feel like that might have been one session that I wasn't here or something. Probably imagining it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Esmeralda like leaps onto the carriage. I was like, "Well, let's get a let's get a move on. It's right by the um, the eastern gates." Okay. Uh, cool. American, you get the horse uh, into gear. What do you do? Put it, you put the horse into drive. You put, you put your foot down on the accelerator. It's more like a boat, I think. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring up the anchor. Um, off your head, off your drift. Uh, yeah, don't drift. I suppose you could. And, yeah, Esmeralda's excitement has sort of gotten... Um, 
you're a little bit excited about this as well. And she's sort of detailing the, the look of this thing, the bright colors, the fact that there's like, it's got a covering over all of it. So you can't really see uh, um, anything um, other than maybe the lower third of it. And it's very bright from what you can see. And the covering over it is also just incredibly bright. Um, and then she gives you some information, you know, the, the stockyards uh, belonging to uh, like this, this, this sort of middle-aged couple, the the um, Arasek family. She's, you know, she hasn't been able to get any information at all from them, other than because you know, you know, uh, client, uh, patron confidentiality and all this. They're just saying we don't, mm -hmm. you know. So she she tells you to stop just as you near this uh, entranceway to the stockyard, um, and you can see that this large stockyard is, has got these several locked sheds along its periphery. Uh, and lies adjacent to a, a roomy warehouse. So if you look at the map here, this whole area is kind of this stockyard. Um, the uh, coffee maker's house was off to the, the western side of there. So you've been in here before um, and you didn't really notice too much at this point. Uh, you can see a wooden sign above the front grade, uh, uh, front, uh, above the front gate reading Arasex Stockyard. And parked at the south end... Um, is a sturdy carnival wagon. It's colourful paint that you can see is peeling off and faded lettering on its side. Uh, spell out the words, uh, Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders. And you can see attached to the back, um, off in the distance, you can see quite clearly a, a heavy padlock securing the back door. Um, and uh, it looks to be sort of... Uh, there's all of the windows that you can see. There, you, there's something inside that that is being completely covered as well so it looks like something is covered with inside the wagon mm. and she's like you tell me that's not interesting <laughs> look I'll be honest I just said I was excited to give you anything you told me to look out and get you some information and I thought I didn't have really anything and I thought well I'll give you something maybe this is something is it the colours that you find really interesting? I do really like the colouring. It's really nice. <laughs> well, or just the mystery that he's I do disappearing love a mystery all the time. As well. Look, the whole thing is, is just, honestly, it's maybe more of a me thing than a you thing. I like, well, I like that he like, brings something. I like mm. that there's a big colourful wagon. It's very colourful. It's very nice. No, no don't, don't second guess yourself, Esmeralda. Trust yourself. Maybe we should go you back to the church. Something. I mm, I don't know anymore. <laughs> You're eroding her confidence, Brian. I was just asking Stop why it. it was interesting to her. That's all. Zick's already explained it. Suspicious activity. She knows the mind of someone mm -hmm. who has something to hide a stealthy character. She has experience. Well, I'll tell you what. What really sold me was the hat. Honestly, it was mainly the hat for me, too. I saw the hat... It looked a little familiar. I was following them around. Honestly, I've been quite bored here in Velaki. Waiting, sorry to hear that. Wait, I, I really wanted to get going and, and kill Stride, but I've been just pottering about, getting a little bored. And I thought yeah. something up with a hat. I'll give him a follow. Found a big, bright, yeah. colourful wagon. You're overthinking it. Yes, you're the sort of person that likes to keep busy as well. And and, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm <laughs> second guessing you. I trust you. What What's your plan? What do you think? How do we? Uh, are we going to confront him or uh, trap him? What, what do you think, Let's guys? Let's sneak in and 
investigate. Could we, could we, uh, yeah, could somebody sneak in perhaps as a tiny mouse? It's kind of giving me deja vu. (laughs) I know, I'm like, I don't want to be the one. Does someone else do something? (laughs) Well. Someone else ruin everything. It's not me this time. We need to set, uh, check for traps this time, all right? Is there, should we just go over there? What time of day does he show up? Is it around now or? Uh, the time of the day for you guys right now, it's probably sort of early, mid-morning at this point. It's probably like 9, 9.30 in the morning at this point. Um, and she says, she he comes um, quite early before most people are up, uh, or quite late uh, in the in the shadows of dark. So, so he's, already he's probably been. already been and gone. I tell you what, though, I haven't, I haven't gotten close um, because of, and she points to like the little office, <laughs> the, the Arasic office that uh, oh, okay. the, the couple sort of work out of. Um, I haven't been close because, you know, I don't want them knowing I'm sticking around. Ah, right. You look like a thief. Well, I could, <laughs> I could go in and distract him if you want to take a look. That's a good idea. And I think someone with good ears, good us <laughs> should go <laughs> and listen to uh, see if there's anything inside the, um, the wagon, you think. I don't have particularly good hearing. Can I get this straight? Are we, we're outside the stockyard still. We haven't gone in because they'll probably see us. You, you've maybe ventured into the, the opening of the stockyard, but you've kept your distance. You're like at, right at the entrance underneath the big sign. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. we're probably best to not just try and go in the entrance because they'll be like clocking us as like not mm. meant to be there. Okay. I say we sneak in. Yeah, sneak around the back. Yeah, how hard could it be? Okay. Um, and if I and if I if I head in there and distract him, that'll surely make it a bit easier for you. Yeah, thank you. We'll probably need what thirty minutes. (laughs) Just chat to them for thirty minutes. (laughs) Go around. Jesus, I can try. I can try. I know you can do it, (laughs) Ismael. Give us. Give us. Give us five minutes, Esmeralda. That I can do. Especially since five minutes for you is like two hours for the people playing us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, And and with that, she just like confidently walks out. And you can hear her calling out to the the Arasek, excuse me, excuse me, as she like waves up and gets their attention. And she sort of barges into their... Uh, area of uh, operation and just starts sort of loudly sort of gesticulating and talking away to them and trying to get their attention away from outside. Oh, she's good. Mm-hmm. Let's skirt around the back. How high, Are there like walls around it or is it really just like... No, it's just a... It's basically just this big open stockyard. There's even part of the stockyard is, uh, serves as um, entrance ways to uh, people's houses and stuff as well. So it's it's almost like a giant cul-de-sac but it's filled with um, it's been claimed by the Arasek family and they're able to store things for people. Okay. So let's just go around the side and approach from a way that they won't spot or mm-hmm. like we think is out of their line of sight, right? Is that the idea? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll leave my skeletons on the wagon and I'll just tell them to look like normal skeletons. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> just like yeah. play dead. Yeah, yeah. Look like bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Give me, um, like, everyone just give me a stealth with advantage since since uh, there's a distraction happening. Who is the least stealthy among us? 
Must be you, Brian. <laughs> kind of rude. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, but do you want a massage or not? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> going to grab his arm and just like, just just grab his hand and just give it a little pat. That gives some guidance. Roll a mm. D4. Hand massage. It's actually a surprisingly warm, warm massage today, not like the bony cold fingers of <laughs> a winter American. Okay, I rolled It's actually a kind nine. of relaxing for once. Yeah, this is nice. Okay, a 19 plus 2 plus 1. Okay, nice. <laughs> for my first roll, I got a 1 plus 3, and then I rolled a 13 plus 3 okay. for 16. Thank well, goodness. You, you guys have all rolled pretty well, and uh, with, with Esmeralda in there, um, really distracting, and t- every time they go to take a look out the window, just nonchalantly, she was just like, Whoa! and she'll like make a big noise and get their attention <laughs> back into the room. <laughs> and you guys, under with the rain pouring down, your your the, any noise you make just uh, disappears as well as you make your way through and around a bunch of these um, different uh, boxes and wagons. Um, yeah, and, and you get to a point at the southern end of that stockyard um, to, that, to that wagon. And as you near it, maybe you're only 10 feet away from that wagon. Uh, the wagon just suddenly lurches, just, just lurches, as though something big has thrown itself against the inside wall. And you hear the cracking of wood coming from it, the scraping of metal, and you can hear the snarl of something inhuman. Um, Upon closer inspection, you can see that the sides of the wagon are sort of splattered with dry blood. Um, Mm. And you can see an inscription on the wagon's doorframe now that reads, I bring you from shadow into light. Hmm. What is this? From shadow into light. Mm. I've got a crazy theory, but I don't want to say it. No, say it. Well, it's a leaping a whole lot of lo- logical steps here, but let's say if it really is Van Richten and he sold his son to become a vampire or something, maybe he's bringing his son from shadow <gasps> into light and feeding him blood. It's not a tiger, unless the son became a weird tiger. <laughs> here's um, here's <laughs> just a little look of uh, Rictavio's wagon in the stockyards. Oh, uh, creepy. With the rain pouring down. Oh, it's colourful. It is colourful. It's beautifully colourful. <laughs> well, the colours are quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But there's dark shadows. Yeah, it's like, we, like I said, so there's just a few windows that you can see, but you can't see through them thanks to there being some sort of curtaining uh, on the inside of them. I, I remember what I did. Shadow. Last time I uh, encountered a wagon, didn't go so well. <laughs> But I'm willing to try the same thing I did last time, which is use my gust can trip to uh, ruffle the curtains out of the way so we can at least try to catch a brief glimpse of what might be inside. Okay. I seize the air in my hands and compel it to move inside the carriage. Yeah, yeah. With um, Obviously, there's no sort of strength save or anything that the curtains are going to do. Um, they, they move for a moment, and uh, inside the darkness you can see... Um, have I got an image for you for what that looks like? I don't, unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. I don't have a handout or anything. What you see, what you see inside the wagon, um, is a, what looks to you, American, like a saber-toothed tiger. 
Um, and it looks like it's wearing like armor of some sort of all things. Um, oh my! And then a weird tiger. As soon as you quickly, as soon as you see that, the gust then moves the curtains back in front. But you, you're only getting sort of shapes because it was clearly uh, quadrupedic. Clear, you saw the fangs and the the glowing eyes from it, um, and then the, just a the hint of metal on its body, as if it was armored in something. And you can, at, at the same time, it, it like sees you through that little area and just lets out this enormous growl and roar. And it's on, and it's on all fours. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's on all fours. Did you see that? That was cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> it did look quite what badass. Is, what is that? What is that thing? Why does it have armor? <laughs> My vague memory of a tiger. I don't know where I heard it, but that is a tiger, right? It's Rictavio the Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Oh my god, a crossover. We all wanted. <laughs> this is it, yeah. <laughs> Rictavio the Big We mother. all wanted. <laughs> well, I wanted it. American. <laughs> I, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Blow up. No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> and I'm not tiger zombie either. But talk to the talk to the I tiger. Actually, have, yeah, I have that spell prepared on this day. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, always makes me nervous. Don't like, have to get up close. As long as it's not like the chicken. rather angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, my brain is like, oh fuck. Okay, all right, uh, um, fuck. Uh, what are we gonna? <laughs> It's like mm-hmm. burp, 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 burp. I don't know how I haven't already gone to the point where is there an animal? I need to think about what it knows. I need to just instantly uh, do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do this um, before I cast. Oh, hang on. Yes, before I cast speak with animals, I'm going to start by stealing myself for the stressful conversation by casting guidance on myself for any ability checks. Oh, yeah. Within the next minute, mm-hmm. um, I rolled a one, so Perfect. I can add one to whatever <laughs> happens. Great, and I've got a minus one for charisma, so that's also great. Evens it out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast speak with animals on myself, and I'm going to um, approach the the cage so I don't have to speak too loudly. What am I going to say? Um, yeah, this is this is the. What do you want to know? What are you trying to find out from this? Yeah. From this creature. Oh, Bill's got his hand up. Sorry, it's just my computer's lagging. I was just seeing if it was working. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so you're so still that you f- you fooled yourself. <laughs> I'm going to start with. Ho there, be still. I'm a friend to beasts and I wish to talk to you. And the whole wagon just lurches again as it um, sort of growls in ferocity and it sort of just growls, Who are you? As it lurches everything, the whole wagon. Who am I? Well, it's a long story. Um, I'm going to say, We are a group that wish to aid the just and we wish to learn whom you are and whether you deserve our aid. That's good. Hmm. <laughs> whether he deserves your aid. Um, 
I'm sorry, that came off judgmental. No, I'm no, I'm just no, trying no. to break the ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to figure out whether this is a a, a beast in need of aid or not. Um, I think he just returns. What are you offering? He's a little bit rude. I'm going to um, relay what he said and the general tone back to them. Yeah, well, I, I wonder, is he, uh, you know, captive? Does he does he want out or does he enjoy it in there? You know, if he's a, not going to murder everyone, he could help him. Yeah, it seems like he probably would. He's in a murderous rage currently, but I mm. think he wants to be freed. Um... Hmm. Is he a captive of Rictavia? Yes, I will say We could offer you your freedom Potentially, we just need to know So many things Ah, So what what would you like to know? What would you like to know? I'm going to ask Do you know the man who comes to see you? Uh, Yes Yes, he feeds me well But he keeps me To feed even more and he's like, just like this, um, this sort of snarl, but purr comes out of him. The idea of, of being fed uh, a large amount. He's not really saying more, more than that. Mm. Who is this man? Um, he, he says that he's a, he's a man of many faces. And he has been trying, but failing to train me. <laughs> Oh, I see. Mm, so you're untamable, a savage beast who bows to no man. Um, he has been bringing me clothing of a certain style. He wants me to hunt and kill for him. But I hunt and kill who I want to hunt and kill. Okay, I'll relay that back to everyone. Hmm. Hmm. So Rictavio has a target that he wants a giant tiger with armor to kill. Do you know who the target is, as he said? What kind of clothes? What kind of clothes? He just, he's like (laughs) bright in color. So he wants you to kill himself. What? Well, these clothes have a certain... Smell to them. They don't match him. Yeah. Bright colors, certain smells. He's trying to get me to hunt. Oh, okay. So he's getting the tiger. He's trying to give him, like, clothes that smell like a certain group. The scent. And get him to sick him on that scent. Is that what he's trying to say? Uh, yeah. Do you think they're Vistani? He, maybe he's trying to train it to kill Vistani. Oh, yeah. They wear colorful clothes. Yeah. And we know Van Richten has an agenda against the Vistani, does he not? I think he does. And he said he was a man of many faces, which lends credence to the idea that he may be in disguise. Absolutely. Okay. I feel we have learned a lot. Okay. Shall we take our leave or continue? Do you, do you think he wants to stay or do you think he would happily be released <laughs> I think he'd very happily be released and, <laughs> and kill a lot of people indiscriminately yeah whoever he All wants right. to have him kill I'd say mm, 
that's a no from me. <laughs> you want to leave him? Yeah. This feast is prideful, savage, and hungry. I do not feel it safe to release such a beast. He interrupts, he interrupts your conversation uh, by saying, Did you bring one for me? I smelt one. You dealt one. Mm, maybe he's smelling Esmeralda on us. Yes, it must be Esmeralda. Is the meat... Is the meat that Tavio feeds you? People? No. He hasn't oh. brought me the meat of the ones he wishes me to attack. <gasps> he brings me wolf. Delicious, succulent wolf. <laughs> I like this guy. Bill, were you going to say something? Pardon me. Succulent wolf? You've got to be pretty stringy. <laughs> um, I've lost it now. I can't remember what I was going to say. I know this is maybe a crazy idea. In fact, it is. But if we backed this trailer up into the Vistani village <laughs> and got them to open it we would have a perfect opportunity to go and talk to the dusk girls and in a way everyone wins <laughs> the tiger gets what he wants yeah mm. I really don't think it's a fair fight mm, I don't think I would wish that upon anyone there is like a good uh, you know 30-40 Vistani I mean you know yeah, yeah. I'm like only it's, the children and like, elderly will die. Sure. They would they would be oh, imagine how succulent for him. He'd love it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot more fat on the on the baby the baby Vistani than on the Oh my god. <laughs> okay, you, you've convinced me it's probably a bad idea. Um As a DM, I, I love it. I love the idea. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're not evil. But <laughs> we will allow a tiger. To could we? Kill. Could we tell them? Could we give them some excuse to get all the children out of the camp? <laughs> just oh. the guilty, just the guilty adults. Do you think yeah, we we'll could set up a holiday yeah. camp? Yeah, yeah. A, like a <laughs> some kind of fake here or something. <laughs> and I, was thinking, I was thinking like a fair. Yeah, yeah. But it would be a problem, though, if the children all came home and all their parents were killed. I don't know if that's <laughs> great either. Potentially distressing for them. Um, <laughs> but if we did the, if we backed a tiger up onto their uh, camp, we, technically we didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. <laughs> In a court of law, we would be acquitted. <laughs> now, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. The question I, is, do we want to stick around and meet Rictavio because I think if it's Van Richten we definitely do mm. I think I think as a player I think we sh we've learned pretty much all we need to from this beast yeah. I think we've learned a lot of context and clues and our next target should be Rictavio yes so where does Rictavio stand when he puts the meat through <laughs> That's a yeah can question. we look for footprints on the ground and like maybe it trail of blood spatters that uh, let us know yeah there is a there is a small ladder on the back side mm -hmm. oh. on, on one of the sides um that's kind of facing away from you uh that leads to the the roof that's the only thing uh only other thing that you can you can really see yeah okay. you must drop the meat in through the roof potentially right mm. how did he get the saddle on it though 
<laughs> well, you, uh, you didn't get a good look at whether it was a oh, saddle, or, but it was definitely, oh, definitely like battle cat from He Man. <laughs> very, yeah, it is now. Yeah, okay, so yeah. more like cringer. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there any way that uh, I don't know we could put glue or something on the ladder? <laughs> this is going to turn into a roll doll story. Glue on the ladder. I love it. Uh, <laughs> you could put um, your potion of grease or whatever it is, and just sli- let's make them slippery. So he- just on the, on the near the top rungs, just and, <laughs> and just hits his chin on the way down, <laughs> the whole way down. And then you can- that's not a bad idea. I don't <laughs> can waste find my after. potion on that. <laughs> well, I mean, if we stand at a distance and wait for him to come up, I could try and levitate him, or um, so many things we could do. But we. I think we wait around for him to show up. It might be a, a while of waiting in the rain, but maybe if we stand about 60 feet away. <laughs> 60 feet away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are we welcome should... to, to like, uh, tuck yourselves away. Um, as far as you're aware, as far as Esmeralda has told you, she's only seen him coming in the mornings and at night. Mm, so yeah. there's a possibility he shows up uh, other times, but those are the two times that she is 100% sure of. We, we should go and tell her what we've learned and get her to join back with us, I reckon. Yep, yep. Okay. Agreed. We take our leave of the vicious beast in the cage. Uh, I'm just having a quick look at anything else. Uh, yeah, is there any sort of... Uh, invest- did you want to investigate the wagon at all? Or are you, are you good yes. with what you've done? Like, I guess, yeah, Or is sure. that for later? Is that for later once you... Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be happier to um, look at it now for anything important. Yeah. Okay. If, you know, something that would give us the advantage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Give me, um, give me a perception. Or give me a, an investigation roll. Okay. There we go. Can we help to give him advantage? Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. This is something I'm sure you'd all be doing. All right. Get a twelve plus nine. Uh, 12 plus 9? Or or, no, no, it's a 12. Three. Okay, you're right. Can you give me another roll just since the others are helping? So just give me that with advantage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should I cast Guidance again? Yes. <laughs> that's a good I mean, spell. that's what it's there for. I'll roll a d4 for you. I'm just going to massage his eyes so he can look better. <laughs> My eyeballs. I three. Add that to your roll. The thumbs just on the <laughs> eyes. Lids <laughs> wide open. <laughs> Yeah. Thumbs. Um, uh, 20 okay. plus this 3 from guidance yeah perfect 23 right so in general you pick up all the same stuff that you previously saw the um, the message on the uh, on that's been stitched into the um, oh no wait a second it's not been stitched it says if this wagon's are rocking don't come and knock it <laughs> the inscription on that door frame that reads I bring you from shadow into light You that sort of comes back in as you the blood dry blood down the sides of the paintwork as well and you work your way up and around um to the sort of the seat the front seat of the wagon which is which is uncovered uh where rictavio likely sits when he drives this wagon around um and you taking a look through there and with a roll of 23 um you find a small secret compartment um just under the, the the front seat. Um, Weed. <laughs> did you want to <laughs> attempt to open it? 
Yes, but I might check for traps just because I'm a bit paranoid about <laughs> wagons. Yeah, no, that that is fair. Um, give yeah, me does the investigation cover that. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd say that cover. It's such a good roll. Like it's at twenty three. So you take you you you're really looking around the outsides of this little compartment, checking it and taking a little look in, and um, you're not seeing anything that's apparent. And you give it like a little push in, like and it pops open. Um, mm. And what you find inside is like the entire area under the chair is this little compartment. The full width of that chair is, a, is an open compartment now. Um, and what you find in there is you find an, uh, an unlocked little wooden coffer, a, a small prayer book uh, with this uh, green leather cover. Um, you find a healer's kit. And you keep looking. There's three wooden holy symbols uh, inlaid with silver and in the shape of a sunburst. Um, there is a silver just tucked right at the back. You catch a glance of just some light hitting it, and it's a silvered sword, short, a short sword. Um, there's a, a hand Ooh, crossbow silver. next to that, a hand crossbow inlaid with mother of pearl. There's a bundle uh, next to that of 20 silvered crossbow bolts. Um, and then on the right-hand side, there's a worn leather case with gold buckles. A case? <coughs> gold buckles? Something, is there something in it? Uh, yeah, you, you, you reach in and grab this case out, of the, uh, out from underneath the seat. Um, and you open it up, and what you find inside is three sharpened wooden stakes. You see, oh. you find a sack of garlic... A jar of salt, a box of holy wafers, six vials of holy water, a polished oh steel mirror, and a bone scroll uh, tube, a bone scroll tube, uh, with a silver stopper and chain. My goodness, this person is certainly prepared in the manner of a vampire hunter. Absolutely. What, what was in the three sharpened wooden stakes, sack of garlic? <laughs> Uh, jar of salt, salt. Holy, of salt. Water, holy water, steel mirror. Open, open the scroll tube. What's in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you like pull on the chain and, and the stopper, and you pop open that scroll tube. Um, and inside is uh, two scrolls, one uh, called Protection from Fiends, and another called Protection Ooh. from Undead. Oh my. So what kind of um, classes can use these spells? Is uh, it a, a wizard thing? <laughs> I'll yeah. probably be, uh, if it's a cleric thing, um, we might be able to donate it to the to the church. I imagine Morley sort of like rubbing his hands and like. I imagine Baron rubbing his hands. Well, I'm talking about the crossbow bolt. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Is, is the crossbow just a nice looking one or is it any oh. better than his? It is, it is um, incredible. Like I said, it's been inlaid with Mother of Pearl. This thing looks expensive. But does it look like it's a plus one kind of crossbow or just a it's normal? Just, it's, a, it's just a crossbow. It's just a just standard. looks nice. It just, just looks, looks nice. yeah, it looks really nice. But it's more about those, it's more about those silvered crossbow bolts that, yeah. uh, that's interesting there. This, the realization of what is in here, uh, contrasting with the idea of a carnival with the, this, mm. Uh, what you know of Rictavio as this storyteller and performer, monkey and tiger in his wagon now. It's uh, 
and now seeing under this all of these things which clearly show some sort of interest in dealing with the undead. Yeah. Esmeralda will be so pleased that her instincts were on point. Yes, this really seals the deal. This is Van Richten. Surely. It's the hat. The hat was enough for me. But look at all this crap. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, this it's it's a it's an obvious moment for you that whoever owns this wagon wants to deal with or has dealt with vampires in the past. Right. Is there like a sorry, I was just gonna say is there like a VR sort of monogrammed onto the onto the bone <laughs> tube? Um <laughs> no, no, there's not. What about, of, what about what about on the side of the crossbow? He's 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 clearly oh. kept his. Uh, I think he's done a pretty good job at keeping his identity pretty hush hush. That's where he draws the line. That's where, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crossbow inlaid with mother of pearl is fine as long as it's nondescript. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you the know, signed copy of Van Richten's guide to <laughs> to vampire slaying. Yeah, the um. I'll say that the small little prayer book you've done, like flicked through that, um, and there's just a bunch of like indecipherable little notes in the margins. Nothing really of importance there. And the little wooden coffer, uh, it just opens up. It's not locked at all. It opens up and it's got a bunch of electrum uh, pieces bearing Strad's uh, profile and six, uh, not cheap, but the six gemstones that look to be, you know. You can make a few. You can make some gold pieces off those. Some minor gemstones. Minor gemstones, yeah. Let's head back to Esmeralda and give her the good news. Are we going to take any of this stuff? Let's take it. Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we do that. And when this schmuck tries to play dumb and pretend that he is just some carnival owner. We produce it and say, well, it looks like <laughs> in the possession of contraband. <laughs> and also your tiger told us that you're trying to train it <laughs> so what's that about? So yeah, you guys just grab everything. You just like grab as everything out from underneath the seat. <laughs> Silvered sword, um, crossbow. Sure. Should we leave a note? Not sticky bandits, or something. no. Like um, <laughs> you, uh, if you want your stuff, we know back. who you are. The something like that. Yeah. What are, actually? Should we, what are, get, should we get him to meet us at the pub? Good thinking. But what if he just doesn't check that very often? It's uh, why don't we, we stake him out and find him and be like, hi. Yeah, we could do both. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's stake him out definitely, though. Hopefully, he'll show up tonight. And what do you think? Like, I could try to levitate him as he's climbing the ladder. You like that one, don't you, Brian? (laughs) I can't imagination. It's very fun. It's only a second level spell as well, and we can do it from 60 feet away. (laughs) Imagine that just walking along and, oop, my feet won't come on the ground anymore. I'll be shocked. Levitate him up, lower him into the meat hole. (laughs) <laughs> and again, everyone's happy. Um, um, give me a uh, a stealth roll, everyone. Obviously, you're now being um, because this wagon is also surrounded by 
other houses and other developments around here. There is a possibility that um, while you've managed to keep, or Esmeralda's managed to keep the owners of this place busy, let's, let's just see how stealthy you are at stealing everything out from uh, this wagon. I've rolled 13 plus 3. I rolled 12 plus 6. And I rolled an 8 plus 2. I think I think with rolls of that, I think Baron, you're probably the, the the messiest at grabbing things and you're dropping things down off the uh, the carriage and, and making everyone else is kind of like packet, pocketing things with ease and and skill and doing it all sly and kind of keeping an eye out and putting things in. And you're a little bit more of that power hungry uh, essence. Yeah, scrolls. and you're just like, oh my god, the scrolls, and you're sort of you're stumbling <laughs> in your hands because you're carrying too many staffs. It's got a silver uh, plug. Yeah, and um, but thankfully, because everyone else is keeping uh, an eye out, you managed to barely be um, seen. I think you, I think someone, as you guys get off the wagon, you look out and someone's like looking out the window, one of the houses, looking out at you, just seeing what's out there, and they just like shrug and get back into their house, just carrying. To be honest, if a if a giant rocking wagon with tiger roars, (laughs) bursting from it. Doesn't bother them, I think. <laughs> That's yeah. probably a rough. Theft. Don't you dare rob. Don't you dare rob that tiger caravan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you managed to grab everything out of there. You just cleaned it out. Uh, and I think Esmeralda is now. You can sort of see out towards uh, near the gates where the little office area is. The. Um, the couple that she's been talking to is just getting a little bit impatient now and they're hurrying her along and out of out of the office uh, and she's just like all right all right all right I'll, I'll get out of your hands and uh and and off she goes she's selling them subscriptions they're like it's dinner time mm. let's meet up with her back outside the entrance and do you guys sort of follow that same sort of uh outskirts of the stockyard on your way out or are you just walking? I'm looking. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, we use the same stealth rolls as before, so you guys make your way back around to the main entrance, and, and Esmeralda is uh, sort of just, like, scoping out the the carriage that you guys have driven in with the skeletons and stuff. She's just kind of taking a quick look. She's never really looked at what you guys have driven in before, and, and you sort of pop out from um, the shadows at back of the entrance. Mm. Well. Well. That was um, interesting. Illuminating, you might say. Esmeralda, you've done it. Um, as she turns around, there's like a, um, a familiar sound of like a, like a, a portal kind of opening, of this thing opening up. And you can just, and out of it tumbles Needle and he just falls down into the mud uh, and uh, and the wheels next to him, and he just falls down into the mud, and he is just like st- he's got the dagger, Morley's dagger in his hand, and he's just like stabbing and screaming at the ground, and he's like stops, and he realizes he's just stabbing mud, um, and and he was like, I had him, I, uh, I, damn it, I had him, I had him, uh, and you can see that there's bits of blood now dripping off this this dagger, and he goes mm-hmm. to get up off the ground, and he grabs onto the wheel as he to get some leverage and by pulling himself to his feet spins that wheel um and the wheel turns and turns uh are we stuck at, are we stuck at the moment no no this the weirdest thing it's it's kind of maybe half speed at this point like there's been some really weird fluctuations in time since 
um, since the, the last maybe four or five appearances of Needle. Ever since a bit more mm. of his story has been rolling out, uh, the last time everything was at normal speed to the point where Morley handed him this dagger and he's obviously returned to the darkness from wherever he's being held. Um, and previously he'd been beaten for, for certain reasons and obviously now he was in the middle of stabbing something, someone, when he's being called back to spin the wheel for you. Um, every play, it's called Like a Log. This thing spins. Oh, that would have been Ismark's favourite. <laughs> um, can I get a D10 from everybody? From all of us? Yeah. To be honest, I'm just relieved it's not Strad coming out of the portal. Yeah, I've rolled so. a 10. I'll give a, a five. I'll roll one for Adam as well, who rolled a two. I rolled a seven. Okay, Mirakin, you needed a roll of ten to achieve like a log. The next time, the next time you take a shit. No, the next time you uh, take a short rest, it's a long rest. You just need to take oh. a short rest, and you get all the benefits of a of a long rest. And as Needle okay. gets back to his feet. Uh, and he stables, he sort of steadies himself. He can't, his, his eyes are wide. He's like furious that he was, he's like, he, uh, he was right there. He was right there. What did they look like? Uh, it was, it was dark. I, I couldn't see. I, I just, he came in for me again. Uh, he was angry. He was so angry that I had been speaking p frankly with you. And he didn't know I had the dagger and I, I pounced. Um, and then, <laughs> He's gone. No. Can we can we do anything before he goes? What did you want to do? I wanted to cast Bardic Inspiration on him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You can absolutely do that before he disappears. I just, as I see him, like start to shimmer away. I say, "Good luck, friend," and uh, cast Bardic Inspiration on him. Okay. And he's got a he's got a D twelve oh. to kill to kill that guy with. I love it. He's got well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. And then with that, he's just gone. And he's he oh, was, we, we should have chucked the tiger in with him. <laughs> and just eaten him alive <laughs> and whoever comes to hurt him later. Can I actually, like, I, that was my first thought was that Needle was in that, <laughs> oh, thing, true. In that van to begin with. But that, would been, the actual. that actually would have been pretty funny. And he gets fed through a meat hole for... <laughs> Needle. Um, and Esmeralda is just like really confused, but sort of, you know, you've talked about this before and she shrugs it off. Um, she says, oh, what did you find? Well, we found... Please tell me you found something. I've, I've been talking these ears off of these <laughs> poor fellows. You did amazingly, Esmeralda. And we found... Oh, you were right in your suspicions. We found out a lot of information. And... We tell all of that to her about how first we talk to the tiger uh, and we reckon it's being trained to kill Vistani and then we discovered the stash of vampire hunting stuff. So, firstly, I'm really, really fucking happy I didn't go over there myself if it's been trained to kill yep. Vistani. It could smell you, even from it, there. That is... That is Kind of cool, but quite terrifying. Um, secondly, so 
so this Rictavio fella ha- obviously hates Vistani and mm-hmm. he has a lot of would you say vampire hunting gear? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the hat. It's all pointing to one conclusion. This man of many faces must be Van Richten. Mm. I mean, there's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. So what's the plan? I mean, I'm, I, he's the reason I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you're looking for him. Yeah, I would like, I, I, I want to make amends and I want to continue my training under him. How, what, what was it that you had a falling out about? Oh man. Okay, let's get some. <laughs> I can get you that information. Um, and look, and it is important that I know what that information is as well, to be honest. Because um, they can't make amends if I've forgotten what they need to make amends about. It's <laughs> um, So she had told me. I don't even remember what we're arguing about anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she had helped Van Richten um, track down and slay a bunch of creatures of the night. Uh, this is all stuff that she had told you previously. Um, but because he could never really bring himself to fully trust her, because with her being a Vistana, uh, he kept secrets from her. Um, they slowly got in on each other's nerves and arguments became more frequent. And eventually Esmeralda had suggested that they uh, part company so they could, with just some shred of their friendship uh, intact. And, and Van Richten agreed. And um, Esmeralda so just, just wanted. Esmeralda wants to um, find him and apologize and, and mm-hmm. continue. I must say, Esmeralda, you don't seem to be bothered that much that he dreams of slaying your kinfolk. Does that not bother you? I. It does. It does bother me, especially if he's trained something that could likely uh, hunt and kill me as well. Um, I need to obviously talk to him about that. <laughs> yes. It's a little bit awkward, isn't it? <laughs> but you, you don't know about old wounds. What was that, sorry, uh, Baron? I was just saying, you don't want to open up old wounds as well. You don't want to start mm. off your apology with uh, that splits you in the first place. Maybe just concentrate on what you uh, both like to do, you know, kill vampires. Still. Absolutely. I think that's a rather large obstacle to overturn. Perhaps his moral decompass has decayed over time if he truly has these these ideas in mind. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, American. There's obviously a lot of pain and history in, in his actions. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's he's going to continue down that path if, if someone doesn't help him on a new one. Mm. Wise words. Could be a very powerful ally, though. I mean, he's he's got more experience taking out these kind than probably any of us do. Yes, I want to ask him how he uses this polished steel mirror. Mm. Uh, Perhaps just to powder his nose. He is a master <laughs> of disguise, after all. Yeah, it's probably probably right. Our next mission should be to find him and confront him, not let him get away. Yes. So, uh, leaving aside my standing 60 feet away and levitating him (laughs) idea, how would you guys go about confronting him and talking to him? Well, if it's any help, I know that he stays at the Blue Water Inn. 
Oh, that's okay. his, every every morning. That's where he leaves. Um, I believe he's got a room there. Okay, maybe we could go and visit him there or sleep in his room. In fact, you know, home. I heard I heard rumblings that he was originally living at that that tower. Yes, he was. He uh, he left a head in a chest. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> young Vistani boy's mm. head. That's kind of awkward. That's hmm. she doesn't. Yeah. she doesn't like that at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. She's like she's a, she wants to give him the benefit of the doubt, but there's clear evidence that he's a very hateful, vengeful man at, at this time. Yeah, if this was a who done it, it'll be like oh he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he killed that yeah. Um I am. What? He he is he does seem to have gone down a very hateful and, and dark part. Um, maybe maybe confronting him is not the best for me. If maybe he's grown to even hate me now. Perhaps, perhaps. But I think it's worth it's worth it. And you know, Bill here has a very powerful insight to him. Mm. He can he can charm almost anyone. We'll get to the bottom of this if we confront him. We will. Um, why does he? Why does he hate the Vistani so much, Esmeralda? Yeah, she. She's. Um, she told. She gave you a bunch of information back when you first met, but that was a long time. That was weeks ago for your characters, and months and months for you guys. <laughs> um, effectively, uh, Vistani. He blames the Vistani for the um, complete destruction of his family. So. They stole his son and sold him off to a vampire who turned uh, his son into a vampire spawn. Van Richten put his son out of his misery and the vampire that turned him took vengeance by killing his wife. So he blames the Vistani for the loss of both his son and his wife and has gone on a path of uh, finding and hunting vampire, vampire spawn and, uh, and an obvious... Distrust and dislike of Vistani. Right. Um, well, this might be a the enemy of my enemy kind of situation here. Not necessarily thrilled about being friends with, with a man like this, but perhaps, you know, he, he does have the most experience fighting vampires. Could prove invaluable, and certainly he would be on board with us killing Strahd. Uh, they're going to say killing the Vistani at the Vistani camp. <laughs> which I think Petrina also would be okay. Yeah, we're getting... every, everyone's pointing us towards it. Well, it, would like <laughs> it would yeah. be rude not to. <clears throat> I think it's a safe assumption that he'd be on board with trying to hurt Strahd. Being a vampire hunter. Yeah. I think Esmeralda can change him. Yes. We can only yeah. hope. Maybe we give you give Esmeralda some guidance before she speaks to her. Mm. Someone giving out back rubs. It's and me. Rubs, really. <laughs> are we going to do this? Are we going to do that first, or are we going to go to the, the Stani camp first and talk this. to the dark elves? Oh, uh, that's right. Sorry. Yes, you, Mirakin. You you wanted to see if I could help find some. Assistance for the Vistani camp. The tiger? Is that... Are we ruling that out? 
I thought we wanted to, we were sort of talking about minimizing the untold death and destruction that we usually create everywhere we go. Mm. Would you be okay with that, Esmeralda? As a distraction, I'm not saying use it to wipe the place out, but is there a way that we can use it to disturb the camp? Well, let's ask Van Richten. I'd, I want to speak to him before I steal his his tiger and, and potentially we give him some of this stuff back, even <laughs> that doesn't sound like the Brian I know. Yeah, well, I was thinking maybe maybe <laughs> just the tube and I keep the scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this tiger needs to be returned to its natural habitat. Where would that be? <laughs> that is no. a damn good question. It's more of a jungle creature than a steep pine forest creature, but yeah. why not? How did he get it? Or just... We'll just put it in the smellage woods. It'll be fine. <laughs> this is fine. It likes wolves. It likes wolves, so it could nice. be a, an ally. Yeah, wolf meat to eat. Yeah. All along the road. Decomposing. Well, so, should we go to the Blue Water Inn? Yes. Sure. If he's not there, then we'll stake this place out, eh? Okay. Okay, great. Um, you all get onto the uh, onto the carriage and make your way up the road. It's um, sort of mid. It's almost sort of uh, hitting middle of the day at this point. Um, as you make your way towards the Blue Water Inn, you're you're getting a lot of recognition on the streets now. Um, now that people are uh, walking about, people are very excited to um, to see you and and uh, the. They're calling you by name. Yeah, the heroes of the town are there, kind of thing. They're just like very excited to see you, um, um, and some of them are just like looking around. They go, "Yeah, fuck Strahd." They're just like really, like, <gasps> I can't kind of just like, Yeah, there's definitely um, yeah. a lot of excitement about your presence here, and it's emboldening with the. Um, the, the flashing of the purple is still occurring, like, constantly. It's probably keeping some people up at night now, but it's, for the most part, for the most <laughs> part. Quiet, you fuckers. You're just the one grumpy old man. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's almost kind of just uh, become second nature now. This is a sign of the times and a sign of the hope, and, the, and your presence in town alongside that is just very cool, exciting right. for people. Oh, I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> I'm going to use druid craft um, and make a flower of uh, a trail of flowers open up in our wake because I never get to use that spell. <laughs> oh, what is it, druid craft? Yeah, it's just a cantrip for for funsies. It's good flavor. Uh-huh. I could I can just make flower blossoms open up and other things. Oh, they grow like fl- and yeah. As we pass over, like flowers are blossoming. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I just want. I'm just doing it for the drama. Just to impress them even more. I was thinking of uh, saying that they could donate, um, just put money in a, into our wagon or something. <laughs> we have a little co- collection plate that we yes, pass out. Exactly. It all helps. It all helps. Especially if it's silver. <laughs> For the morning, Lord. <laughs> open your heart and your wallets. Yeah. The more you give, the more you shall receive. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know. But we just use it to uh, get ourselves a private jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One each. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we cannot travel in the in the company of mere mortals. Yeah. We're bringing the good word. 
Um, okay, yeah, you guys arrive at the the Blue Water Inn. Um, it's again, you, it's pretty. It matches what you've normally seen at this time of the day. There's a couple of uh, commoners in there just having lunch, having a having a drink, painting back some of the kombucha. Uh, oh, <laughs> still look. It's an acquired taste. It's only been uh, in their lives for a few days, and they look. The fact that they're going back for more is a good thing. Yeah, they've probably noticed their gut health has improved somewhat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it's placebo, you idiots. Okay. <laughs> We're still making a profit off of it, right? <laughs> we get a kickback. Um, and as always, Danica uh, is sort of tending to some tables and, and cleaning some glasses, making sure everyone within the, um, the tavern is having a good time. Ho there, Danica. Um, yeah, Danica's uh, quite happy to see you, and she says, American, ho, um, how's everything going? You guys preparing preparing well? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's sly. Up. That was very sly. Maybe. <laughs> uh, is there anything uh, is there anything can I get you something to drink? Are you, are you all here for a drink? Maybe. Okay. Skirting around the uh, answers. Yeah. Um I will definitely have if you go to the hard stuff, I'll have a drink. It's almost midday. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, we we just um, we actually just got our uh, barrels replaced. We're quite full, ready to serve. Uh, and she gets and she serves you up a glass of wine, places it on the the counter. Uh, it is not one of the, some of the good stuff. It's it's the lower quality stuff, but it's it's mm. it's better than nothing. Well, it's well, actually it's not better than your jug. Limited to jug. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it's good to try something different for a change. We've been sipping on this jug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be like, mm, there's actually uh, someone who stays here that we're we've got business with. He doesn't know it yet, though. Uh, okay. Is it? I mean, you guys have done so much. Is there something I can do for you? Hmm. Is there, guys? Yeah. We can tell us. Who are you looking for? We're looking for Rectavio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she 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 looks around. Uh, yes, Rictavio. Rick he's um, he has a room here. I'm not sure if he's up in it at the moment. What room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she no, she like she notices that like the whispering. And she she leans down and she points to the the stairs to the north of the room, and she says, um, "If you go up the stairs, he's in the furthest bedroom." And points kind of above where she is. There's like um, the the stairs go up and above and look out over this whole tavern. Um, mm-hmm. She points over to the, the the southernmost end of upstairs. Is there a fire escape <laughs> <laughs> that he could jump out of? This we don't. Our building's not that safe, to be honest. If there's a fire, <laughs> everyone would probably die. <laughs> an undercover fire warden, but I'm not. Thank you for your. <laughs> what is? What is? What is your? Is there something? Do you need a key for the room? She starts oh. getting like quite excited, and she's like, "What is? Um, what do they? What do you, oh, I'm getting quite excited. What is? What is it with okay. Octavio that you that you need? Uh, we just want to ask him some questions, and we don't anticipate that there will be any sort of um violence or murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way you said that it was a little concerned. She like squints her eyes questioningly. 
I mean, honestly. I mean, we're open to it, but we don't anticipate it. We would rather not. And we, in fact, we think that he could be an ally. And she she starts um, rummaging around underneath the bar and you can hear like the tinkling of keys and stuff. And she she brings up a key um, and she goes to hand it over over the counter to you. And just as you reach for it, she pulls it back. And she says, <laughs> what's he done? <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he's such a funny fellow. What's he done? He... <laughs> oh, he's done, uh, I mean, just practical joke stuff, really. Just kid stuff. Baron? <laughs> Nothing. He, he hasn't done anything too bad yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, just like. Guys, you know so much. You've stuff. kept all of our secrets. You learned about the yeah. Raven stuff, right? Yeah. You've helped us. Sure. All right. Help me out. What's uh, what's happening? Yeah. I think we can trust her. Oh, yeah, yeah. But do we just want to burden her with this, this truth? I, I was just going to say that he may not be who he thinks he, uh, he says he is. Uh, in fact, I think he may be a powerful ally. Uh, he's passing himself off as a uh, jokester. But I think he's much stronger than that. We think he's a vampire hunter. Oh, she hears that and she just slams the key down in your hand. Um, <laughs> she is like, that was, that's all she needed to hear. And she is just so excited. A vampire <laughs> hunter here in Barovian, in Velaki. This is, and with you, the timing is, ah, this is exciting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just leave out the bit about him, him being like a mega racist because that'll just bring the tone down. It's also a Vistani. No, I won't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. I'll only mention the, uh, yeah. Maybe don't. Yeah, the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad she's excited. That's nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, you, you guys have done so much for her family and the Were Ravens. The least she could do is let you just have a look around and you know in the room if if uh, if he's not there we might just stay in there and nap until he shows up you know like we'll be sitting in the corner he'll go into into his room um, pour himself a glass of water and turn around and we're sitting in a chair <laughs> <laughs> tapping our feet. Did you want me to let him know you were waiting? No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, Pretend you never saw us. Oh, a surprise. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and she's like, just a little clap. She's very excited. Um, she says, "If you, I haven't been in there. Uh, if you, if it, if you find anything, please let me know. If there's anything dangerous or anything that I need to know, please do let me know." Mm-hmm. Probably just meat. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to head up the stairs with my wine. Yeah, cool. Should we have someone waiting outside his window just in case he's a well, slippery fellow and tries to? If there is a window, apparently it's uh, fire. There's a, there, there's there is a window. There's there's no fire escape, oh. but there's a window. Oh, okay. There's a window. Yeah, I was going to go under the window and then I could catch him. Yeah. No, <laughs> All right. Shall I shall I go in the front? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go, knock, I'll go knock on the door. You go to the window. You charm him. Here's the key. Okay. Okay. Hopefully what about you, Ken? Uh, room or window? Um, I want to cast guidance on Esmeralda, so I'll need to stick near her to do that, because it only lasts a minute. Well, Esmeralda so. is definitely following Bill, like, closely behind Bill. 
creepy. I'm um, heading up the stairs. Before we go in, I'm I'm going to um, just uh, gently grab her forearm and whisper words of assurance to her. And she will get a D4 to add to any rolls she might need to make. And I've rolled a four for okay. her to add. Great. Are you going to go out the wind and outside beneath the room? Or are you going to head up the stairs mm. with Bill uh, and Esmeralda? I'll say maybe Morley would stick back with you, Baron. And he's already sort of heading out and around to scope out the, the window. Okay. Well, then we'll go two and two. That will work. I'll stick with Bill. Okay, cool. So I'll just put you... Um, oops. You guys, if you go up the map a little bit, you'll see uh, where you are on the floor above the tavern, now looking down. And at the very southern end, you notice the, yeah, the room that um, uh, Danica was talking about. Okay. How do you want to play this, Esmeralda? Do you want to go first? Um, Esmeralda's like... Less than one minute of guidance less. Uh, <laughs> left, I mean... Uh, right, so it's a pretty quick thing. Just get to the room. Uh, she says, um, "Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do this." And she she takes the key off you and and uh, heads hurriedly to the door. Um, and she pushes the key into the door, unlocks the door, and just kicks the door to make a, a grand entrance. Kadoosh, the door is open. Um, I'm going to cast fly. Oh. And just slowly uh, float up till my eyes can sort of look in the window. Uh, yeah, let me just uh, remove that window <laughs> so you can see through. Um, great, yeah. So what you see past Esmeralda uh, is a, a really small room. It's like 10 foot by 10 foot, very small room, containing a bed just heaped with wolf furs, a, a foot locker, a tall wardrobe, and a writing desk with matching chair. And there's like a little oil lamp resting atop the desk near a journal bound in red leather jacket. There is no one in this room at the moment. Red and Esmeralda lets out this big, like, sigh of relief. It's almost like the, she oh. builds up that anticipation of, of breaking that um, silence with Richt uh, Van Richten, only to now no longer need to. And it's a big sigh of relief. Well, let's ransack the place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's take a look, shall we? <laughs> I'm going to tap on the window. Hey, can you let me in? <laughs> I'm scared you're a vampire now. That's vampire shit that you're doing. <laughs> yes, you've invited me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm, well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> it's probably off getting wolf meat or something like that. Mm, well... I'm sure we'll find a wealth of information in this room, if not the man himself. Mm. Should we um, investigate? We, yeah, just going to say investigate. And indeed, I can use my spells to find him with his own possessions, if need be. Oh, really? Yes, well, I'm sure. feeling rather psychic today. So I've prepared a spell called scrying. Mm, nice, nice. So what have we got? We've got a roll of 25 for investigation. Uh, so what's that? 16 plus 9. And uh, 7 plus 5 from Bill. Um, there's really, it's it's bizarre. It's, um, what you see is, at a glance, is basically all there is. There's nothing incriminating here in any way for him. Um, uh, but that obviously that journal that you can see on that writing desk uh, is looking very inviting, and as you flick it open, 
Um, it's uh, it's looks to be like a, a journal written by Rectavio. You know, there's uh, a bunch of um, stories uh, about him traveling and his carnival. And he, uh, his writing makes frequent mentions of conversations with someone called uh, Drusilla and recounts many long and tedious journeys he's done by wagon. He's also written about little oddities he's seen in his, in his travels. Uh, you're flicking through, there's a story of like a, a were-hare, a, a little boy who, tra- who transforms into a, uh, um, a rabbit on nights of the full moon. And there's another story about a half-orc woman named uh, Gora Butcher who could chew through iron chains. There are all these dramatic, far-fetched stories of things that Rictavio has seen in his, his journeys. Uh, a pair of conjoined goblins, a small man with no legs uh, named Fillmore Stunk, who could just drink a whole cask of wine without getting drunk. And it's just all these, this whole book is just looks to be a normal journal for someone called Rictavio. He's hmm. either under deep cover... Oh, he's killed the real Octavio and taken his place. Well, what do we do now? Do we try to find him with my spell or do something else? Yes, find him. If you can do that, that would be fantastic. I think before we come, so we haven't come across anything that's like would make us think he's Van Richten. I mean, other than... Apart from all that Van Richten bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> other than all of the... Well, you don't. This doesn't necessarily mean it's Van Richten, but Rictavio clearly has a lot of vampire hunter stuff in his wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, this room itself is this clean. room. No, this, this, there's no signs yeah. of any vampire hunter stuff. There's no signs of any Van yeah, Richten right. stuff. No, nothing. But American, before you get a chance to sort of sit down and do this scrying, um, you can hear Danica's voice loudly. Like there's not you couldn't hear her before, but just this loud uh, voice of of um, Danica going, "Oh, Van Rick, uh, sorry, not Van Rick, fucking Van Rick." Give away. You know you got, we you got me all we tripped up. That. You got me all tripped up. Rictavio. Well, oh, it's good to see. How was your you been out with your horse, Rictavio? You can hear sort of um, echoing up from downstairs. Esmeralda, get in here. Quick, close the door. Uh, and lock Esmeralda quickly rushes uh, to get into the room and, and shut the door behind her. What are we going to do? Do we come out the window? <laughs> no, no. We'll just he'll come in here and just confront him. We're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna frighten him in his room. A plan cool. Everyone get into a dramatic pose that makes yeah, us yeah, yeah. commanding and mysterious. We knew that he was going to show up. Just like someone sit on the chair. Uh, Esmeralda puts like a prosthetic leg up on the chair, like and, uh, and crosses <laughs> her arms in a powerful stance. I'm and I can fly, so I'll, I'll go up in the corner <laughs> near the ceiling. I'm just gonna sit here like this, like. And you can you can hear Danica. You're just getting something out of your room, are you? Just <laughs> she's smooth. <laughs> she is. Uh, and then you can hear you can hear the footsteps uh, coming up the the stairway and and down the landing towards the door getting louder and louder and you can hear the key uh, on the chain jingling as it enters the uh, the door. There's a turn, a big click as the lock is open and the door opens up and standing, mouth aghast at what he's seeing is Rictavio. Rictavio.